Welcome to the Three Hokages podcast. We're your hosts, Hanif, K, and Kareem. Uh, today we have a special guest, Ozzy Oz the Virus. Uh, do we pronounce that correctly, sir? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah you got it. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know, he's one of the best anime artists, uh, graphic designers out there. He also designed our new, um, I guess, what are you going to call it? Like a montage image or just a, a compilation uh, like photo? A, like a commission. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> commission artwork. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Actually, I'll shut off my camera so that way you guys can see it at home as well. And I'll just reactivate myself and take a look at it. It's pretty awesome. I came across uh, your artwork uh, probably, uh, I guess, just before uh, COVID-19 uh, hit. I think, yeah. it was, um, I think it was Master Roshi with the Gucci bucket hat. It's the, yeah. <laughs> it's the like, wait, what is this? <laughs> I'm, I haven't seen many anime slash uh, hip-hop mashups uh, done so well. And that's what really got my uh, interest peaked when I, saw, when I saw your artwork. Oh, thank you. That, that, to me, that's like my anime mona lisa right there like everybody knows <laughs> <Mona> lisa. <laughs> so were you uh, a self-taught artist or did you like uh, go to school uh professionally for uh, graphic uh design? i'm i'm a self-taught artist in a in a way because like my dad did put me in like some weekend classes like when i was like in uh like middle school mm-hmm. but like i'd still consider myself self-taught because i wasn't really paying attention but like I would subconsciously hear like what they was, you know, because I was like in seventh grade and that was like a class where like 10th and 11th graders were in, you know, because they, I guess, mm-hmm. needed some credits for college. So I didn't really need it. I just was just there, you know, but for the most part, self-taught a couple classes here and there. I uh, went to college for it for one semester, but I didn't finish. But, you know, okay, yeah, so it's like a mixture of both. But I really spent a lot more time like teaching myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, as so was it about oh. the the anime style that attracted you to it? Um, you have a very unique style. I mean, I, I could do a lot of different styles. The anime just caught my attention because, as like a kid, like just drawing Dragon Ball Z was, was like life. You know what I mean? Like I always just from like early on, like second, third grade, just always drawing Goku, Vegeta, and all of them. So I didn't really understand that it was anime, but then I, I had a feeling it was different than most cartoons, and I don't know what it was about. It. I just I just like drawing it, like the hair, the eyes, the face. And then I got into more animes as time went on and I just kind of took the style, but added like my own flair to it. So, so you mentioned uh, Dragon Ball Z. So who's your favorite character from Dragon Ball Z? Uh, second, third grade me would say Goku, but now me older would say Vegeta. <laughs> so definitely switched. But Why was- Vegeta over Goku? That's the type of time I'm on lately. Like, you know, <laughs> as you get older, you just realize, you know, not everybody needs a second chance. Goku out here getting everybody's second chance. It's like, <laughs> it's like the mindset just kind of changed as I grew older, but I'm definitely more of a Vegeta fan now. Okay. Now, have you had an opportunity to meet with um, uh, Christopher Sabat and show him some of your artwork? Yeah, I met him um, one time. Or maybe it was it two, because I went to two conventions he was at. But I really got to talk with him one time and show him, like, my artwork. He signed one of my uh, Vegeta pieces, mm-hmm. the Vegeta blue one. He signed it. He said it was dope. Um, I had some uh, custom shoes I did with a friend of mine uh, in Cali. Uh, his name is Jay West Creations. Um, we worked on a shoe, and Chris looked at it. He signed the shoe where Vegeta was on it. So. Oh, that's what's up. He, he likes the artwork and stuff. I don't know if he knows me by, like, name yet, but he's seen, like, my art. He said... 
um, when people come up to him to like sign certain artwork, he says he's seen like that image a couple times. Oh, cool. Because you know, when you're at the cons, you could kind of bring your own image for them to sign, or you could buy one that they have sitting there. So. Yeah, yeah, we we yeah. were able to meet him a few times. Um, I met him in Rhode Island and in Chicago. Really nice guy. I, but yeah, he signed. Yeah. Uh, I had a bunch of Funko Pops, so I got a you know a whole bunch of Vegeta Funko Pops <laughs> uh, with his signature on them. Um, yeah. One thing I was going to ask you was with regards to uh, uh, you know we had mentioned a few moments ago about uh, Master Roshi being your Mona Lisa. What was yeah. that first artwork that you no know, really spoke to you? Like, no, I can make uh, a living doing this. This could be you know, what my path as far as an artist as a designer. It was that one, but really? like right okay. before that one. I had did like a, like a like a Super Saiyan two Goku with like um, the Nike Javinci uh, sneakers on. Uh, it's it's an old piece. That's when I started like really like solidifying the style that I got now, like the harder lines and the splashes and like mm-hmm. adding bits of hip hop. And that's when I really felt like I, I like got it. But I felt like I mastered it once I did like Master Roshi like that piece, and then. From then on, I just noticed so many people like reposting it, liking it, tatting it, and people's like, put it on clothes, put it on clothes. At, at first, I didn't want to deal with the whole overhead with clothes and stuff. Yeah. But um, I just jumped into it. Like, my wife was like, oh, like, you know, let's um, let's put it on clothes. Like, everybody keep asking. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And then just from then on, things just kind of just built up. But it was that piece where I felt like, okay, people really like like my style and what I'm adding to it. Okay. I mean, definitely you have the new, new style, like you said, with the uh, the heavy shadowing and the, uh, the deep lines and stuff. I think that's what really defines it from, I guess, other you know, quote unquote traditional anime uh, yeah. artwork. Um, one of the things uh, that Kareem had asked was, um, what was the first image that you sold? Not so much the, that you've done for yourself with the Master Roshi or, or your sneakers, but what was something that that you still recall uh, that you actually uh, did for retail or did for um, a customer, like a commission? Um, see, I've been selling artwork for a long time. Like I'm talking like I, I used to be like in sixth grade with like a binder full of photocopies of like my artwork. Like I'll go to like my dad's job and photocopy them for free and mm-hmm. sell them for like two dollars. So wait, you selling artwork in sixth grade? Hustling in middle school. <laughs> oh, <excuse me. laughs> He's paying them off the snacks. He's like, right. <laughs> I'm just like, let's just sell our snacks. We need at lunch period. We're going to bag. Oh, I got some artwork for you. <laughs> no, it's not a joke. Like, I'm so serious. Like you can ask like uh, people like who really like know me. Like I've always had like that little like entrepreneur like mindset. But I was really like flipping artwork since the sixth grade. Like for real. Like like okay. um I would go to my dad's job, photo like you know like maybe one image like maybe two or three times whatever I could squeeze out of his job. Mm-hmm. You know, using their ink and stuff. And yeah, I would yeah. go to school with a binder bigger than my actual work binder. <laughs> that binder was huge. And I would literally just, yeah, like outside at recess and lunch, like $2 for like a copy, like the print. And, nice. and yeah, but that was like, it was still like, it was like a mix of like a lot of different stuff, like Disney characters, um, mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse, maybe like Goku here and there, you know, Dragon Ball Z characters here and there. But that's when I had like a more diverse, like, you know, characters and stuff, but the anime stuff kind of took off cause I was still drawing multiple characters posting it on Instagram, you know, once I was in like 12th grade, but then I noticed the anime and Dragon Ball Z stuff was getting more likes. So I went from doing everything to just doing what was getting more likes. 
So if you've been designing and drawing since the sixth grade, um, what was the wildest thing you've ever been asked to draw or design? And uh-huh. did you do it? At that stage, everything was normal. Like, draw me, draw my mom, draw my, you know, dog, draw this character. It wasn't until, like, things started picking up now. People was like, hey, can you draw, like, Naruto, sorry, uh, Sakura and Hinata, like, half naked doing whatever? Like, that's when I started getting, like, all, like, the... <laughs> but early on, it was all normal stuff. Just, you know? So even in the, the, the wild things that they asked, do you still uh, do the commission for them? They said, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. No, nah, man. Bills is bills, bro. <laughs> <laughs> money is money. I don't care. Like, it's your image. Like, you know? Hell yeah. I don't, I don't mind. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I don't have any, like, boundaries. But, like, hey, if it's like this is what you want and you're willing to pay for it, you give a deposit and... Yeah. Like, it's cool. Like, yeah. you know, I don't got an issue. Right. Roll it doubts, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just that's your image. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Not this show is, it, this but that's for you, strictly for you. Yeah, this is not an eyes like, like, you know so, I mean, we're pretty much all across the world uh, quarantined and stuff. So how has uh, COVID-19 impacted you? Um, and I know you had mentioned going to conventions uh, a few yeah. times. So how has that affected you and your business? Uh, it was a real, like, reality wake-up call, like, kicking the ass because I st- I first started going to cons, like, 2000. Like, I've never been to a con before until 2018. Mm. I sold at my first one, like, brought all my merch and I did, I did one one year, then I did three, no, I think two the next year. And this was the year I was going to do like eight, nine of them. Oh, wow. I got them all lined up, mm-hmm. started getting followers and fans in like different states. They all was like, okay, yeah, come to this day, I'll buy your merch. This was the year I was going to do like eight of them. I was going to be in New York, Atlanta, Texas, Florida, um, North Carolina. Like I really had like a little tour set up to go. So it kind of was like a little kick in the ass because I got all the merch. I got everything set up. Mm-hmm. Shit, even got a brand new truck to travel because my truck last year broke down. So I was like, I really dumped a lot of money like late 2019 just to invest and see things, I guess, pay off now. But then COVID happened and it just yeah. flapped all that shit out the way. So it was, uh, it was, it was, I mean, everybody's going through different things. So I'm not going to say I have the worst problems. There's always someone out there going through you know, words, but in my world, it was like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? No, yeah, true, true. Yeah, so, but I, things are, things are picking up now a little bit, getting a little better. Yeah, because I know you, you also sell um, on your website as well, the, uh, yeah. um, uh, the, I think you have like apparel, so you have shirts for men and women, and you also have posters and stuff. Are you, will you expand to possibly doing canvas prints? Oh, I do have canvas prints, but not like selling under my page. Uh, exactly. I, I have a partnership with this company called Canvas Freaks. Okay. And I've uh, given them like 80% of like my catalog and they are like the only people I trust to sell my artwork on high quality canvases. And, you know, people order it all the time and go there. Like, I, I mean, I got to promote it some more, but, you know, people uh, go there to get canvases of my artwork. You know, you know, I'm taken care of you know, for every sale. So it does come back to the artist. So good. You know? 
What about custom shoes? You mentioned that earlier that you did a pair of custom shoes. Yeah, I don't draw them myself. I just send it to uh, a friend of mine. I never met him. We just met on Instagram and, you know, he was cool. His name is Jay West Creations. I, you know, I'll send you guys all that. He does like the custom shoes. So how it worked out for us, I think I got one with me. How it worked out is basically I would um tell him like, nice. all right, this oh, picture wow. I drew a Goku here, you know, Vegeta there, put orange hair, you know, I had like my little, you know, piece to it. And I mean, you don't even want to wear those. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm looking at it on your Instagram page because, like, on one side it had like the capsule thing as well, and I was like, yeah, I would never yeah. wear these. Like, I can't even show. Yeah, that doesn't work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't work at all. These are never getting worn. Yeah, like no one—they're too pretty to wear. Like you put that in a in a glass case on a shelf. Yeah, exactly. no, they are in a glass case. I mean, they sit on top, of the top <laughs> but they are in a glass case. Okay. So yeah, but he um he does good work. So um it's like more like a collab. Like I just tell him, okay, this is what I got in mind, this is how I want it to look. I do like a little quick, you know, uh Photoshop real quick on like a regular shoe, and then he just goes and like draws it. But if you want like your own customs, then I would contact him. Cause I don't really do it. I just kinda supervise it or like Right, right. Yeah, that that's I mean those you know? are, that's pretty legit though. But again, it's like you get something like that, you want to show it up but at the same time you don't want to get them dirty. Yeah. So it's like hey, yeah, you gotta no, come over to my house and see my sneakers yeah. in the case. Right. <laughs> yeah, heads. When I bring them to cons, people like go crazy like taking pictures of it. Like they love it. Like I usually uh bring that to events as like the icebreaker because people who don't like like I guess know how to like talk to me would start looking at the shoes and then say something. And mm-hmm. then you got people that are just like yo your shit is dope. You know like there's just people who just don't know what to say. So, like, I use the shoes like, yeah, look at those and you like them, you know? No, true. Yeah, I mean, those that's definitely an, an icebreaker there, just looking at the shoes themselves. They're going like, oh, can I, how do you get that? How do, how does yeah, that, how do you yeah, make yeah, that? And yeah, da, 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 da. So, it, it works in that case. But, you know, it's, um, yeah, I'll contact him. He's, he's good at what he do, so. Okay. Um, I know as, as an artist, definitely as, as a black artist, uh, mm-hmm. Do you find yourself more pigeonholed as, as being just considered a quote black graphic designer or a black artist, or do you? You know, so crazy. I was just uh, talking to my wife about it. Like before, oh, like okay, Black Lives Matter has been around for a, a, a minute now, but like before, like it's really been like mainstream. Mm-hmm. It's like I still got support, whether people knew or like. Like I look like or not. Some people didn't even know I was black because I barely post pictures of myself. But some people would probably know from what I add into the artwork, but mm-hmm. they didn't know for sure. But then when I started to post myself, I noticed like some people try to be like, oh, you know, you got to support him because he's like a black artist. And it's like, that's cool. But I just want people just to enjoy my art just as whether I'm black or not. Like, I just want you to think it's dope whether you don't know who I am or what I am. Right. That makes sense. I don't know how to really uh yeah, appreciate me for my artwork, not just because I'm black. Because I'm black. Yes, yes. Me but being like, black should be like a bonus exactly. on top of my artwork. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it to feel like okay, just because he's black, I gotta buy and support. Like, no, just buy it or support it just because you genuinely like it, you know? Like it's hard. Like I have mixed feelings about it because it's like it's cool, okay, yeah, you know, he's a black artist, we gotta support, but it's like mm-hmm. just do it because you truly want to not just because oh yeah i supported a black business today i brought his shirt you know what i mean like exactly. it makes them feel good 
Right. Like, hey, like, go- I bought it because I felt good and I feel I'm an like ally. I bought his it. I bought his poster. I'm an ally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> explain it. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Like don't just do it just because I'm black and it just gives you clout points because you support a black business. Like just do it because you genuinely yeah. like Thank art. You. Exactly. You just to, not like using it to say like just because you did something today. Like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. No, I think you, no, you explained it perfectly sense. fine. <laughs> I think okay. it makes perfect sense because I think it ties into you know another question of do you find it difficult to be a black artist in an anime, um, and I think that's where it matters the most. If you're being discriminated against because you're black, then that's when we need to make sure that there's support for you because your artwork is incredible. Like you said, you. people did not know you were black until you posted pictures of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, being black never held anything back because I, I think like people notice like they just appreciated like the detail and the artwork and the style and what I put into it. So that makes me feel good. Like they just supported it whether they knew what I was or not. But um, I haven't really felt anything holding me back. I did in the beginning. I did in the beginning for one, the price of the shirts because I get the made in America. So it costs a lot. Well, for like the all overs. Um, I did, you know, maybe not get the most support because it's like, oh, who do you think you are charging this much? But it's not like I'm charging to be like, you know, like an asshole. No, it's just, it costs a lot, you know, to get it stitched up, printed all over, you know. Um, and then I think some people, I guess people who don't understand, like, culture would not mm-hmm. understand why I added certain things to anime. Like, oh, this character would never wear a chain or this character would never have tats. Why are you gangstifying them? Like, it's not gangstifying them. Like, it's more of like, just adding like a cultural flavor to it, you know? If you want a regular picture of Goku with nothing on, then go get that picture. But if you want something that speaks to you because you see something that relates, whether it's tattoos, jewelry, or certain brands you like on this character, then, you know? But if you don't understand it, don't just blackify, niggify, gangstify, whatever they, you know? I got a lot of comments like that in the beginning, but now I think people generally understand what I'm trying to do. I think when, when, you know, Goku, Vegeta, and others were fused together, I used to see some earrings going on on this. I don't know what they're talking about, gangstify, <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes that indicated a higher level, you know? So <laughs> Yeah, like, some people will compare my art. Like, not they don't do it a lot now, but in the beginning, like, you ever be, like, on, like, uh, like MySpace, and uh, you had, like, the gangster SpongeBob and shit? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, husband with the cigar and shit like you know like, <laughs> people used to say like that's what my shit was like but with anime and i'm like it's really not like nah. it's really not and that was kind of offensive because like oh yeah you gangstified them it's like nah it's really not it's more like i don't know this is more like a different style and flavor i wouldn't call it gangstify you know I, I think you know artwork has to speak to someone it has yeah. to speak to the people. And looking at just our image, that speaks to us. You know, it's so you're able to draw artwork for different people. If someone enjoys a certain style, it's speaking to that person. I think that's what matters. The artwork yeah. is speaking to someone. That's what matters at the end of the day. Exactly. So I, I think that's the only thing I kind of faced where it's like, oh, yeah, he's black, so he gangstified. I'm like, no, like I just, just added something different, you know, something fun, like, I don't think jewelry and tattoos is, is considered like, you know, there's a lot of white people who wear the same, you know? Right. So it's like, is it really gangstify? Like, it, you know, the, it, they're so generic things that like, just cause it's on this character, they automatically think, oh yeah, he's black. So he gangstified it. Like, no, like there are definitely millions of white people out there with tattoos and jewelry also. Like, yep. 
So how can you just put it together in that? And that's one thing I didn't like in the beginning, but I don't really see those comments as much now. So I think that little period is done for now, unless you just really just don't understand it. True. Um, with, with regard to anime um, and, and so many different um, series coming from manga onto actually becoming a full-fledged uh, animated series, is there a series out now, aside from, I know we talked about uh, Dragon Ball uh, earlier, is there a series out now that you're watching? That you that you're really into? Um, believe it or not, I never watched One Piece, but I'm starting now. Mm-hmm. So I'm very early. I've been I've been going back watching that. I've been going back watching like all like the older ones, like rewatching like Yu Haka show and stuff. I used uh-huh. to watch it when I was a kid, but I didn't understand it. I just liked the artwork so much. I literally just watched it just to see cool poses and fight scenes. You know, now I'm watching it to really take in the story or whatever message the anime was trying to. Mm-hmm. put out i'm not really too much of a manga reader but i've been reading it more to understand how to create one for my own okay so um i look at like the my hero like mangas i pick up a couple of those when i can go back watch a couple older shows newer shows you know just to diversify my anime catalog you had mentioned the i'm sorry be, be honest for a minute though when you mention one piece and you're watching it <laughs> are you gonna watch every episode or are you going to do like every 10th episode because there are a lot of episodes and don't, I don't, do, know it. don't do it don't do it don't do it to yourself don't, don't eyes do it lit up when he said one <laughs> i'm the type to really just sit there and watch it but not really watch it because i put it on in dub and i draw and work at the same time All right. yeah i get it it's very slow the same thing will happen for 10 episodes like dragon balls used to do yeah. but i don't really mind because i'm actually drawing or working while it's playing Mm-hmm. So it's like my attention's kind of split. Now, if I'm just sitting there watching it doing nothing... Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it to yourself. Yeah, so it's basically, like, it becomes like white noise. It's just something in the room yeah. to feel yeah. like that quiet. Okay. Gotcha. But if I'm watching like a dub and I'm working on like a piece or something, then it don't really feel like I'm watching 10 episodes of the same thing. Because looking back, Goku didn't have to be on Snake Wave for like 30 episodes. You get nah. what I'm saying? Like, nah, they really, they really dragged that shit out. You know what I mean? Like, that, that would drive me crazy now. But like, if I'm if that's going on while I'm working, it's like, oh, okay, you know? By the time I do like some line work, already 10 episodes probably would have passed. Like, it takes me like a long time, so. Yeah. But you, know? you, you mentioned uh, looking at animes and, and looking at other mangas for inspiration or sometimes might possibly even guidance towards um, uh, your own. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, in, is, are you referring to the uh, Addiction 48 or is the, are you working on yeah. something else? No, no, I'm referring to Addiction 48. So that's like a project that like, I, okay, I've always wanted to make my own, but I never um, felt that I had like, the ideas are like the story writing capabilities to actually bring something together. But after building like a little fan base with this and finding out the stuff that I like to add and incorporate and mix with anime and hip hop and what I like and what, you know, people like, I started getting more of like the inspiration to say, okay, maybe I can do this. So I've been just kind of taking it more seriously lately, like, you know, getting together with like a group of like my friends and like my wife just writing and trying to, uh, come up with something, you know, new and different and just incorporate it, you know, into it. So I, I kind of look at like the mangas to just see like how it's formatted and, you know, to bring it into like my own. 
So what can you tell us about Addiction 48? If someone who's never heard of it, uh, what can you explain to us now without giving away too much? Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Um, It's uh, it's basically a, a, um, an anime where I just kind of want to bring more culture into it. When I mean culture, I don't mean just like black, just more of like everybody, like, you know, Spanish, white, like just something where it doesn't just seem like a whole cast of just all like Asian characters, you know? I'm trying to just bring in more of like uh, any type of people I've met or, or ran into and just kind of put it all into like one, you know, space, you know? And um, Addiction 48 is, is because I didn't want to like run with like the generic powers where it's like, you know, firepower, static power. So I made all like my uh, powers or, or anything in this uh, power scaling, like kind of based off the side effects of drugs. So it's more like addiction 48. It only lasts within your body for 48 hours and it becomes like an addiction. So it's like, it has like its own like eternal like struggles for, you know, as users, whether it's something good or bad. So that's kind of what it all wraps around, you know? Well, uh, with regards to that, um, is there a timeline on when you, when uh, your fans and as well as ourselves, will you be able to take a look at it? Will it be a physical print or will this be like a, um, an e-comic or, or online. I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna do both because I'm I'm more like a like a physical like I want something tangible too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just kind of make it and just upload it. I want you to actually have like a book too. Even if like you know nobody like read. Not saying like nobody reads books, but even if that's like what everything is coming to, because you know everything's going online now. I still like tangible things. Like uh, I st- I do plan on putting out a book. I'm working on like the. Uh, I'm solidifying the storyline now up until like a couple episodes or books. And once it's like solidified, I double check it and make sure I like it. I'm going to start the drawing process probably like late this year. And I hope to have like a book out around this time next year. Okay. I'm presuming you're going to, you're going to create a Kickstarter for this. Honestly, I, I was just going to try to fund it myself. Like take a percentage out of whatever I make. Okay. You know, sure. So Basically, buying shirts and merchandise is kind of like the Kickstarter. In my gotcha. eyes, I, you're right. I could just make a separate Kickstarter for it, but I never thought to actually mm-hmm. do it. It was just more like, all right, when we sell a couple shirts, sell a couple posters, take a small percentage, put it aside in a bank account towards Addiction 40, whether it's paying the other artists that's going to help me draw it or the production of like the book, you know? Right. Nice. I've, been, yeah. I've been doing it for like a good year now, so it's like, when you do buy and support, you are kind. That kind of is the, like the Kickstarter in a weird way. Gotcha. No, I, I totally understand. I know we, as far as we mentioned Kickstarter, because there's been a number of um, uh, independent and not just black uh, artists and, and and authors that we found on Kickstarter that have like these awesome stories, and uh, we'll help. You no, know, we'll put in or donate towards their their um, uh, requested goal. And it's always good to have a tangible product, whether it's the book or some other kind of mm-hmm. um, souvenir for being a, a, a person who supported their idea their vision that's just more or less out of curiosity if you would start one yeah um i might i've been thinking about it but you know as i'm trying to work on like my youtube presence and other um social media other than just instagram gotcha. this is so hard because i put so much time into just drawing and just, just making the craft i don't really have the time to sign on here sign on, like i'm terrible on twitter like i'm never on there Mm-hmm. It's really just Instagram. That's where I got the time to just upload and be out, you know, or yeah. respond to a couple DMs and I'm out because I'm working. Nice. So I want to get like the YouTube presence up and maybe other platforms. I'm going to try 
because I'm terrible at it. But mm-hmm. if I do get those up and running, maybe I'll throw in like the Kickstarter link and stuff. But for now, if you buy a shirt and you support that, you, you kind of are putting into it, you know? Okay, no, I definitely understand it. Do you, uh, that you have mentioned um, getting onto YouTube. Do you already have your account set up, or is it something that you'll be lo- you'll be doing later on, and then letting your Instagram followers know after that? Set up. I just haven't signed <laughs> it once, but it's it's up there. You can follow it. People have been following it. It's just have I uploaded content there yet? No, not yet. But I plan on it probably like later this year because since COVID and me not doing those eight cons, I have had more time to work on like the background stuff. Like I plan on putting like tutorials out, mm-hmm. you know, like the basics of how I do like my style, just like the basics though. Um, just working on that. And uh, I'm probably going to focus more on the YouTube like later this year. So hopefully everything ties in around this time, you know, a year from now. Okay. Like the book will be out, you know, um, the YouTube will be going. Maybe I have the Kickstarter, you know. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. So you mentioned the physical book, and one of the things the three of us do is when we go to conventions, sometimes we just walk around to see if there are any new stories that are out there that we can just check out. Um, and I'm one that I'm always looking for a new story. Addiction mm-hmm. 48 sounds like it's a new story, and it's something that I would want to look into. But I would also want a physical copy. Because I feel that when, you know, you make a connection at a convention, even though not everyone wants to sign, you know, their work, the majority do. And I tend to like to have a physical copy. And since we can't have the interaction at a convention, you know, I think a Kickstarter can allow people to feel like they're participating or they get that opportunity to reach out to you to show their support in ways that they can't um, do the COVID occurring now. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, um, I always felt like it needs to have something tangible. Like I said, cause I feel like I look at it like music, like, you know, like not so many people get CDs now, it's all streaming. So you don't tend, you know, like the music's not in your hand like it used to be. But I still miss like knowing that, okay, I own this, you know, I don't just pay monthly just to see it, you know. So I feel the same way. Like, I, there definitely needs to be like a book. Um. I wouldn't say I'm an expert animator, but I do understand animation. So my goal is to kind of get like a couple books out and try to make like a pilot from whatever I know and whoever I could find. Because I do understand like animation really well. I just have to tie in a team the same way I timed it. I tied in a team to make the book to try to just make like a pilot, hopefully try to get through like maybe three episodes, get it on YouTube and stop it around or just, you know, try to keep building the fan base off of that. It's a lot. It's going to be a journey, but I think I have what it takes to bring it all together. Okay. Well, I have a tiny uh, question. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, When you do your drawing, because again, I'm like more physical. I hate reading digital books. I really, really do. I'd rather have a physical print. Mm -hmm. When you do your initial drawings, like for the artwork or for the comics, is it digital or is it like a physical like do you mock it up on paper first and then go and then digitize it or um see i'm computer spoiled i haven't really <laughs> picked up a pencil and a pen in like maybe like six years oh and doing everything on a screen oh wow so, like, okay. so i'm really like computer like control all delete is like my best friend because if i don't like how this line came out i just boop <laughs> uh, but no, I, I can still get crazy with the pencil and like the pen on paper. It's been a long time now, but I'm probably gonna do like the rough draft of like what this scene is supposed to look like 
on paper and pen because it's like why waste the power you know the energy and you know the time you know i'd rather bring it to the computer when i know for sure how i want this scene to look but i probably am gonna you know do like some doodles and sketches you know the traditional way save those you know that's always going to be good to look at you know uh, looking looking back you know years from now to have like on like a physical paper but the actual final like copy will be drawn on the computer okay I mean, that's, it makes sense as far as you, how you put it as far as um, uh, doing everything digitally because it sounds like double work putting on paper first because I've seen people do it at the con and we've talked to artists at the con and they usually flesh out stuff on paper first and then they either scan it or, or something like that and digitize it that way. It sounds like a long process. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. When I, when I mean like do it like i know what you mean it's not like draw the final on paper and then digitize it it's more like 10 percent of my effort okay this this is what it's going to look like a little bit you know like a doodle and then redraw it even better computer i know what you mean i do see some people who draw it finally like as good as they can on paper and then they scan it and then they consider it digital but no like it's going to start you know digital like with like the finalized line work but the doodles and the sketches of like how I want it to look is going to be paper and pencil. Okay. Are there any fire force uh, uh, commissions or, or artwork that you're working on now? I honestly just started watching it. Like uh-huh. also like uh, I want to say like a couple weeks ago and it's pretty cool. Like I like it. I think I got up to where um, I'm terrible at remembering like all these uh, new characters names and stuff, but, but the main character had to fight like his little brother, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. I saw that <laughs> and I was like, okay, this, this this is pretty badass. Like, I like it. I might draw the main character. Maybe I might add him into like my lineup um, later this year. Maybe I try to like drop like a new piece like once a month. Okay. Yeah. I might add that. Have you ever had like a character that you thought like, oh, I want to really do this, and then when you do it, and it doesn't get it doesn't get as well received as you as you were hoping. What do you mean? Like when I post it, or like when I draw it? Yeah, like when you put. Po- Actually, let's go with let's go with when you draw. Like how? Like when you first think I want to do this person, and then you draw it, and then you're just like, eh. How often would you say that that's like something that you come across, that happens for you? In the beginning, like okay, before the Master Roshi piece, I was like that. Like I would draw it, get like maybe like twenty percent there, not all the way there, and maybe not really be feeling it. And then maybe just scrap it or don't continue. But to be honest, ever since that piece and I understood like my formula and what makes my art dope, everything I've just been satisfied with then, like they're on. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like humbly, I could say like, I really like everything. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, I know the formula. I know like, all right, what's going to look good before I even do it. It's like, I kind of see the finished piece before I even like start sketching and then it's like when i start sketching as long as i could kind of keep up with what i see before i actually do it as long as i just keep following that through i know it's going to be dope by the time i'm finished Mm. but that was after that piece before that i didn't know i would just do it and hope it could and you know it's like just shaking the dice like all right it may come out good it Mm -hmm. it may not but lately it's like now i know it's gonna be fine by the time i finish like you know? that's yeah, that's important to do, you know, to have that conf- 
Prince because there's a lot of masterpieces out here nowadays, you know, from all these centuries ago where people give them all the praise now, but when they were living, they didn't have any of that. You had your master from the beginning. So everything after is just, it's just you know, you know it's gonna look good. So that's a good thing. I'm glad to see that. Yeah, and hear that. I, 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 I got that confidence after, after that particular piece. Like that's like still like my all time favorite. So because I, I kind of knew what to do to make sure it cannot fail. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I just kind of keep those little tricks and um, tips and you know uh, techniques is in mind. And just keep applying it to the piece or the character, whoever I'm drawing. And as long as like the pose is fire and original, so that like, because I I hate when people draw like poses like stuff that we've already seen like a hundred times, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like another small uh, uh, tip I, I try to keep in mind. What's gonna make it more fire is if it's a pose that no one's really seen before for that character, you know? If you try to just do something like a little different, but still true to who the character is, it's going to be fire or rip, along with the other techniques I got lined up. Makes sense. So you mentioned earlier that um, sometimes you change who you would focus on based on likes. And to go back to Kay's point, did you ever have a character that you wanted to draw, but it wasn't received as, as much as you thought it would be, and then you changed your style after you, you decided not to draw that character anymore? The one character that I can say till this day that I drew and I still love it and I knew it was going to be fire when I finished, but not people really appreciated that piece was my uh, Jackie Chung. So it's like when Master Roshi like kind of disguised himself as like a different character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that piece. Like I thought that piece was like fucking sick. So it was <laughs> like I posted it and people like it, but it's not like my. Like on like my store and like my you know analytics, it's like it's like it does it performs like the least out of everything. Like it only probably gets like an order like maybe like once every six months. Like no one really gets that piece, yeah. but I like it though. Okay, so that's probably the only time I put something out, and it's like I like how it came out, but everybody else didn't appreciate it the same way I would have imagined. I guess they would have, but. Other than that piece, everything has kind of been like, oh, like, nah, you're getting better. Or, nah, this one's fire. Or, this one's your best. Or, you know, mm-hmm. it's just been kind of going up personally. I think with uh, digital um, uh, artwork, I think you're able to capture a lot more colors than you can see off of actual yeah. prints. Uh, yeah. One case in point from your artwork uh, I mentioned is that uh, Tanjiro uh, from Demon Slayer. I think when you have that, I think not just even in the anime itself, when he does his, um, his, his, I forget which level it is, but his basically his dragon sword with the water wave coming out of it. Yeah. The way you captured on your Instagram was, uh, well, I saw it on your Instagram. That was a really hot image. And I think the colors pop more so there than you would have seen it pop, say, on, 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 print, on print. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm like a color like fanatic. Like, I can't sit there and tell you the whole scientific chart of what colors look good with each other because you know there's like a science to it mm-hmm. i can't you know tell you that but when i'm sitting there picking and playing and testing and just doing it it's like i just try to make sure there's so much colors but like they look good with each other you know 
No, right. I got you. When, you. when you break it down to a technical standpoint, every piece has about like 130 colors or more. So it's a lot, which is why I can't really screen print my shirts because they only have like a limit of like. Oh, you be, those yeah. shirts be super expensive. You know, screen yeah. print yeah. uh, yeah. per color. Yeah. <laughs> the limit is 10, and I'm already at 130 starting. <laughs> like, see, this is why we can't support black businesses. He's charging a thousand dollars for a t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine trying to wait. I can't. I, this is not going show. But, like, imagine trying to get this on a t shirt. Like, that's too. No, see, what, that would never banner work. Image? Oh, with, with, with screen print, yeah, they're going to look that at me and laugh at me. So, <laughs> that's why I have to do sublimation and. Mm-hmm. Those are the only processes that allow to print all my colors with no major uh, drawback, yeah. you know, financially or overhead wise. Like it just prints it. You yeah, know? definitely get it. That's why I use those processes. And that's why like everything's kind of been flourishing because it's good quality. It's not like an iron press on of like the artwork. You don't you don't hear your shirt. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you still get all the colors, every line, every detail, every high quality image, no blurriness, no nothing. Like it's just as sharp as when I drew it on the computer. So that was the, it took a while to figure that out, but and it's, it's the more expensive route, but I had to just kind of trust and just bet on myself. Like, nah, people are going to like this. They're going to appreciate it. And hopefully the artwork is so dope. They don't mind spending the money to get it. Cause it's not just a t-shirt. I say, you're buying like a piece of art. It just so happens to fit yeah. on, you know, a shirt. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, definitely the, the the artwork. When it's when you see it on a shirt, it look it makes it even look hotter because it's not just centered directly into the chest. It's like an all over print. Yeah, yeah. I, I like this one. A bit. Yeah, the Yuhaku show one. Like, I'm sorry, I really cannot do this. Like, I suck at this portion. So I'm like, I'm like, that's why. If you if you notice, I'm looking down. It's because I'm really looking at my phone at all the artwork as we're going through, and I'm just like, yeah, like you can't put that on a no. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, yeah. It, ha- it has to be a certain uh, like a certain swag with it, because like, like okay, I've always been a type of person where I've. I don't want to say like idolized, but like I've always enjoyed like high fashion, like, you know, like um, just high fashion brands. And I never actually purchased them myself because I couldn't afford them, but I've always liked it. So I tried to figure out, okay, how can I make an anime shirt that makes you feel like you got like a Gucci shirt or like a Louis shirt or whatever right, right. Other brand, but it's anime. Because a lot of times, and you know, let's just keep it real. A lot of these shirts be corny as hell. Like where they just slap you know, like the logo or like a Google image or whatever, just wherever. And it just doesn't look good. Like I kind of just want to be like the high end fashion, but mixing it with anime. Cause when you put that shirt on, I want you to feel like you got on something to that standard when they're really not, you know, the same. It makes sense. No, it makes, it makes, yeah, makes perfect sense. sense. So that's like, that's like my personal goal as like an artist and like with the clothing brand, because even some people I've known that they said like, yeah, they brought like expensive babe shirts. They said, yo, I get more compliments in your shirts than I ever did in a shirt I spent like a hundred dollars on, you know? Yeah. Not so gonna, and, and, and your shirts good. look much better than the, uh, those Kanye shirts with all the holes in them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, and you know, that makes me feel good because yeah, you spent a hundred whatever on this Dragon Ball Z babe thing. And yeah, you know, hype beast may sit there and compliment it. But they said people really like walk up to him and say, yo, that's a dope Tanjiro shirt or a dope Yu Hakusho shirt. Like, you don't really get that with the 
other shirts that are, you know, more hybrid, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I try to kind of give you, like, the best bang for your buck, you know? With good artwork and people actually, like, notice it from a mile away, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They actually want to say something to you. True. You're definitely going to see that at the cons. But speaking of high quality, I, I know you have posters um, available for sale, but do you make custom art pieces that are bigger than poster size? You know, like something people want to put up on the wall in their house or. Yeah. So um, before I started doing like the shirts, like really going heavy with it uh, late 2017, I spent most of 16 kind of uh, taking in orders and printing them like in big, like uh, 24 by 36 inch frames and literally cutting out cardboard and boxing it and taping it up and shipping it out to people. But the post office does a shitty job at delivering them sometimes. You know, they'll come back cracked and ripped. Uh, So I stop sending them out in frames. And what I do now is I roll the big 24 by 36 in a tube and ship it. And you just got to frame it yourself. But I used to literally sit there and cut out cardboard and tape it all together just to package a big 24 by 36 and send it out to you. But if you wanted, like, okay, let's say, like, the piece that you guys want, Mm -hmm. you wanted it, like... um, Big 24 by 36. I can get it printed and send them in like three tubes to both of you. I mean, all of y'all or, you know, one, you know, like one print of it. But people can get like my artwork still in 24 by 36. I'm just not doing the whole frame and everything process no more. Understood. You just got to get the frame yourself. But 24 by 36 is a common size, so it's not hard to find. Yeah. Uh, Kay, did you have any uh, question with regards to the artwork? No, you're still, she's still probably looking at yeah, all your artwork on the Instagram right now. And hence, hence why I am not very good at this portion of the whole thing. Like, behind the scenes, I'm great. But then I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, no, I can't. I don't, you want me to pay attention and not look? No, I can't. I can't do two at one. That's not my, that's not. That, that that's wasn't my wheel In and of itself, you can't take your eyes off his artwork. I literally can't. I'm like, like I think I've gone through like every image. I might have reliked a bunch. Um, I'm sorry. No, yeah, we get a whole sorry. bunch of uh, alerts now, likes. <laughs> I don't know if y'all noticed. Um, I was going through like a couple like little like, like legal issues where they took my page down and I got it back. So yeah. all my stuff is not there. I'm actually in the process of re-uploading everything. So mm-hmm. what you now is not even everything. It's just, you know, I'm just trying to put all my stuff back up there. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I had lost my mind because I was like, I remember seeing your stuff before, but I'm like, then I remember one time I went to I went to look for it, it wasn't there, and I was like, Yeah, I was. Am going I losing it? <laughs> and I, they kicked me off of Instagram for like a month, and yeah, <laughs> I was I was gone, but I came back. So it's like I'm just re-uploading everything that they took down. Good, good. Okay. So I guess, yeah, I noticed that you have to, like, now put the, the like, a disclaimer stating that, no, this is yeah. not the original artwork, blah, 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 and stuff. I mean, stuff to me, it should be common sense, but... I, that's what I thought. Like, I'm not sitting here saying I created these characters. Like, we all right. put in, I did not create any of them. Mm-hmm. I just inspired it and I added my own thing. Now, yes, I do understand on, like, a legal standpoint, I can't really sell them. But as long as I don't say I'm selling it, like, it's fine. They can't say nothing. Oh, yeah, and and I've and seen everybody else is selling like that. Yeah, that's yeah, what the, that's, that's the that's the odd thing about it. Like you you have I remember I think it was last year or the year before maybe it was twenty eighteen. 
I think there was Marvel was going into um, New York Comic Con. They were going to a few people's booths and telling them that they couldn't sell certain stuff yeah. because it was there. You know, it, it's, uh, it's this is Spider Man. This is Captain America. You're not uh, a licensed vendor to sell our product. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's 99% of what the comic conventions are: are people freestyling known artwork. So for them to yeah. do that, it's like being a real, you know, a real jerk about it. I wish companies understood what's really going on and like what's financially going on. Cause they look at it like we're stealing and taking profits from them. And yes, on a technical standpoint, we are, but I don't think they realize that it actually kind of helps. Like instead of trying to shut people down, do partnerships, have a program for them to get licensing or yeah. embrace them more. So it brings more money back into what you're doing. Cause if you really think about it, we're only just getting the crumbs of what y'all doing. And yes, it's not right. I get it. It's someone else's idea, someone else's hard work. I completely understand and respect that. But I feel like it, if you look at it from a different perspective, it's actually more help than harm. But I don't think yeah. that they see that. You know, they just say, hey, you're taking something that we rightfully own and you're selling it. You're making however much, stop it or shut it down or sue, whatever they want to go through. So, I was kind of going through that and I had to just kind of explain that, you know, they're just renditions. I'm just doing it for fun, you know, even though yeah. I technically I'm selling it, who, like the person that kind of stopped me just was only, uh, I guess, worried about particular ones that they have the right to protect, not mm-hmm. everything, you know, because not one person could sit there and take everything down. Every company would have to go in and get come and take everything down. Not one person can just, you know. Unless one, you know, like let's just say Disney just brought every anime, every thing out there. They're on their way. Yeah. On their way. Between yeah. Disney and Sony, that's where we're going. That's the way we're heading. But until that day happens, they can't shut down everything. Like, you know what I mean? They can't just shut down what they have the rights to. So I was going through something like that for a little bit. I was able to resolve it. Um, unfortunately, I cannot sell like Naruto or like Viz Media stuff anymore. But Funimation stuff, you know, I haven't got any uh, issues with that. So I still kind of do it, but I don't say I'm doing it. You know, I just kind of just, hey, if you know where to go, you know where to go. But on my page, it's like, hey, look at my artwork. If you like you got it. got that exclusive. Know, yeah. <laughs> just like, like in sixth grade, you got to go. Nice <laughs> <Lunch> time. <laughs> yeah, it's binder. I'm going to keep going to the day they really just knock at my door and stop me. But hopefully by that time, I can switch gears and push addiction more. You know, like that's like my plan you know just keep going until you know the wheels fall off but by the time the wheels fall off addiction should be standing up on its own you know gotcha i gotta kind of start playing that seed from now so when that time does come i could just you know no definitely we we definitely agree and we're looking forward to when that issue drops so we definitely want to do a review of it here on uh yeah of course of course i'll send you guys a book or whatever or anything like i um i'm hoping by next year by next year, the goal is to have something tangible, you know, by now. Because, you know, I found a team of people, like, around the world on Instagram to help me, like, draw certain things because I don't want to do all the drawing myself. I just want to make sure I capture the characters. That's that's something that I don't think anybody else but me can do, mm-hmm. you know, because I know how I want it to look. But, like, backgrounds and, like, action stuff and all the other generic stuff, I found, like, a team of people to okay, hey, when I draw one character talking, the other character talking, just draw this background. So it's, like, easier, you know? It's not just me doing all the work and then going back and shading it, you know? It's like I found someone to shade. I found someone to draw backgrounds. So this way it's like a production line. No, that's a smart way to do it. That way you're not doing all of the uh, work yourself. 
I'm not sitting there drawing everything, shading everything, because you you know you burn yourself out. You gotta yeah. you gotta treat it like uh like 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 working out, like just pace it, you know. No, right, right. No, Have I'm somebody not. do something else while you do the other thing, you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's like like you said, you have a production line. You know, the streamlines are the actual process of your your creation. So yeah, the production line is there. I found people from all over. You know, I just gotta give something to actually start the process, but. I'm hoping to have something done by like maybe like uh, what's after September, October. Okay. Maybe like October, maybe Halloween 2021. Yeah, to start the actual like panels, mm-hmm. and hopefully mid next year it's done and like a book is out around now. So. Okay. Oh, and hopefully awesome. by then COVID will be done and you can come yeah. back to New York Comic Con and yeah, all do yeah. this. <laughs> I'm trying. I was supposed to be in. New- York uh July this year I was gonna go back to like you know my hometown and tell everybody I'm out there and you know just meet up with people and just sell like my stuff you know but you know things happen but hopefully this stuff uh, blows over soon things get better you know I hope everybody's being safe I hope you know everybody's good and we just move forward you know yeah and speaking of the uh COVID-19 and pandemic I see you also have the mass as well so those is pretty slick also yeah i never really planned on doing mask at all but with everything going on it was in such a high demand and i just wanted to just kind of make something where it wasn't overpriced but it was still fun to just say okay hey i got a mask cover of whatever anime i like so Mm -hmm. that was not in like the business plans at all but just due to what was going on i just figured it out real quick and made something happen that's smart definitely a smart move that stay hustling from sixth grade to now (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right, man. That's all. That's all I. You know, that's, that's all you can do. Just got an idea, anything that you uh, want to do. Just figure out how to just make the best of it, and you know, it's a yeah. process. But you know, it's all worth it in the end. Yeah, one day you inspire someone who starts off drawing addiction, addiction forty eight characters. Yeah. Know, so. Oh, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. I already got people asking now. Hey, I want to cosplay or. You know, buy gear, and it's like, damn, like you don't even know what it's about yet. Yeah. <laughs> that is when you look like if you look at the images, it looks really kind of cool. I'm like, yeah. actually, that would be a good thing. And then I like hopefully, that yeah, right. Like, and then when everything opens back up, please let it be soon. Yeah. Then you'll get to see people coming out in your stuff, and then that's like, bam! Even before you have your things done, you have the people that you can get like posts yeah. and say, hey, can you post for my stuff? Which that's gonna awesome. be uh, amazing like i look forward to that but um no the, the support is there there's a lot of people waiting for it so i just have to just kind of just get around just life like just things happen things to do every day so i try my best to just at least once a day or at least twice a week just find a day to just focus on it because on top of doing stuff for the brand and custom work it's a lot to juggle you know and then you know mm-hmm. personal life so it'd be a lot but i try to tell myself at least two three times a week or at least once a day just work on it and just keep building. However long it takes, just, you know, just make sure it's good. Like, don't just say, oh, I got, you know, the followers and the fans. Let me just try to boom, 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 put something together and throw it out. No, it's going to be trash. You know, I got to really take my time. I understood. But we're know, not going to take any more of your time, though. Um, we'll let you, we'll wrap it up here. But I definitely want you to promote yourself. Um, so let everyone know who's watching this, who's going to be listening to it on our podcast and stuff. Let them know where you can find your artwork online or if they need to call you or something like that. Whatever you want to get. Um, just let, yeah. Yeah, as much DM. information about yourself as possible. This is your time to uh, let everyone know. All right. No, thank you. I, I appreciate y'all. Like, I, look, I don't mind. Like, you know, as long as, you know, y'all, y'all support me, I support y'all wherever I can. But 
Uh, you could find me on like my Instagram, which is um, Ozzy Oz underscore the underscore virus with a Y. Um, you can check out virusgraphics.com. You can see all like the gear, the artwork, uh, customs and commissions. I, I do take them. I'm a little backed up right now, but you know, it's, it's nothing to just message me. I'll see it eventually. Give you like a quote for whatever you're asking for, whether you want to be drawn as a character or you want like a design for your brand. I do logos too. And uh, that's that's pretty much all I'm offering and putting out right now. It's the okay. clothing and custom work. Great, great. We appreciate your time, and we're looking forward to seeing more of your great work online and, and hopefully in thank print you. soon. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll let y'all know when I'm in New York, or you'll, you'll see when I post that, because I want to go back there soon. So we'll hopefully all this clears up, and we could, uh, you know, link up and, you know. Definitely. Definitely. Looking forward definitely. to it. Well, thank you once again. This is uh, the Three Hokages podcast. We're your host, Hanif K. and Kareem. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us. You know the voice. But let's get it. No edge you wanna kick it, cause it's preordained. When I spray, pull up three Hokage. We on sight, think a nightmare, we move all ways. It's hard to see three ninjas when they move on stage. Now a tune of the sound of the new old age. Book words more clever, the stakes is higher, the stakes empire. Based on the day, it's wire. The culture ain't a case of day to day attire. Respect the frame, the bands is fire. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Pay comments, we can speak about us. Yeah.